Hello, and welcome to Here For You, a daily podcast to help you get through the global pandemic without going completely bananas. I'm Kate Spencer. And I'm Dori Shafrier, and today is Wednesday, April 15th. So as you know, we're here for you to offer comfort and support during the scary and uncertain time. And we also want to hear from you. You can email us at kateanddory at gmail.com or call us at 781-591-0390. Let us know how you're feeling, what you're up to, if you have questions for us, stuff you want us to cover, ideas for distractions. We want to hear it all. We do. Kate, how are you doing today? Uh, You know, I feel like... Today, for the first time in the almost month that we have been socially distancing at home, I am feeling happy. Wow. I was, I, I, I work out every morning. I do like a really intense kind of hit class workout with, um, with my gym and it's on all live. So like I see my trainer on zoom and and she's shouting at all of us and we're all working out on zoom and it's really energizing and like after I just had this like massive kind of rush of euphoria where I was like you know what I'm really happy today I feel really I feel really hopeful for the first time and I don't know why but I just kind of had this feeling of like I don't know I felt hopeful I don't know what hopeful for what I don't know but I'm just gonna kind of lean into this good feeling because I feel like most of my emotions have been really kind of airing on the side of like fear, dread, panic, devastation, sorrow. Hmm. And today I just feel strangely hopeful. Good. I'm really so, glad to hear that. You know, it feels good. Feels good. Yeah. The sun is sun is out. Yep. 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 Um, I'm energetic. A little yeah. bit jolly. Uh, Great. I'm sure I'll, cr- I'll crash in a few hours. But right now <laughs> I've got a pep to my step. I'm into this for you. Well, thank you. You know, the other thing I did want to mention that has helped in the last 48 hours is that I I ordered a whiteboard and it was delivered to my home and I accidentally ordered too many. So I have like four whiteboards, uh-huh. um, but it has helped me in that I am, I, I've, it's taken me a while to figure out how to juggle everyone's schedule um, between like myself, my children, my husband I need for the way for my brain, I need to see it, be able to see everything. So I know what's happening. So I have started writing out our day, our daily schedule on a whiteboard. So my kids know what's happening. So I know what the day is going to be. And also like, so I know what the date is and the day, because I'm constantly like, I have no, if you didn't announce it at the beginning of every here for you episode, I would not know the date or the day. I mean, honestly, that's partly why I do it. <laughs> not, not for you per se, but like, so people know what day it is it's really that that groundhog day sensation is very real so yeah I have found that really writing it all out where everyone can see it on a whiteboard has been really wonderful it really just kind of helps all of us we write the weather I write my kids like little jobs for the day oh I write I write what I'm doing so people know like here's when I'm working and do not talk to me um and just helps us kind of stay on track. So I don't know if that's useful info to, for anybody, but I I love a whiteboard. I have some great recommendations for magnetic ones for fridges, as well as ones you can stick on the wall. So I'll share um, I'll share those with you in the show notes. Cool. We we just repurposed a whiteboard that I used to have in my office, and we're using it for grocery lists and general to dos. Look, whiteboards for everybody, Dory. I know that's how I feel. Right. We're now yeah. uh, 
We're now whiteboard stands. <laughs> How are you doing? You've got some exciting news to share. I do. Um, I showered and I shaved my legs. Wow. Yeah, I know. I haven't done that in years, it feels like. You know, I didn't expect this. I didn't go into the shower thinking today I'm going to shave my legs. But I got in the shower and I was like, you know what? I am kind of craving the sensation of a razor running over my legs. I know it sounds weird. <laughs> it doesn't. It doesn't. I get it. And also that feeling of like newly shaved legs is like really nice. Yeah. And you get it for like 12 hours. You, you get know? it for it such a short amount of time. So short. Um, you know, and I hadn't shaved them for even like a few weeks before we went into lockdown because I'm sort of like met about shaving my legs um, in general. And yeah, so I don't really care about shaving them, but they, you know, they'd gotten, the hair had gotten quite, quite long. Um, and just for some reason today, it felt like this was like a nice, a small, nice thing I could do for myself. And it felt mm. good. Did you moisturize your legs after too? Like, of are they all? Of course I did. Yes. Not well, a monster. I, um, my husband cut his own hair last weekend and then I had to come in and do like the cleanup part of it. Cause he, like he got the front, but he couldn't get the back. So he mm -hmm. had this kind of like strange mohawk situation going, but I was very proud of our teamwork and he looks great. Like, I think he just was like, I need to just freshen, you know, like he just kind of, sometimes he just yes. freshen up. Yes, totally. Totally. I just needed to freshen up. Um, so yeah, so I'm feeling clean. I also shaved my pits. Mm, mm, mm. Yep. Just got fun. in there. Yeah. You just got in there. Sometimes it's fun to shave. Fun to shave. It is. I don't know what it is. I don't I know. shave and that then, much, but. And then sometimes you're just like, fuck that. I'm not shaving. No, I like the, f I like my hairy armpits. Yeah. And then sometimes you're like, I want to shave. And mm -hmm. I just went with it. Um, but speaking of haircuts, I actually ordered a pair of hair scissors today. For yourself? No, for Henry. I've been like putting off cutting his hair for as long as possible. Um, and I and I will continue to put it off. But I do think that within the next few weeks, it's really going to start going into his eyes. And I'm just not going to be able to like get away with leaving it anymore. So I was like, let me get ahead of this because I feel like hair cutting scissors are going to be one of those things that in like two weeks are going to be impossible to find. So I ordered a pair of scissors and hopefully by the time they arrive, it'll be like, I won't be desperate to cut his hair yet. Um, but yeah, I'm going to, I guess I'm going to try it. I'm nervous about cutting his hair because he is a baby. I, I tell you what, I love a baby with a, a home, a parent haircut. So I'm excited. <laughs> I hear that if you just put a bowl over their heads, it looks really good. Yeah, Dory, go for that. <laughs> Do that. <laughs> um, yeah, so so I don't know. I you know, I've I've said this before, but I'm really glad that I went into quarantine without bangs, that I'd already grown out my bangs. Oh, yes. And also like I I'm very I don't dye my I mean, I have uh very grown out highlights right now. But I have a lot of friends who are like trying to figure out how to maintain their hair color if you if they, you know, you choose to color your hair and doing that on their own, which has been very interesting, doing their own highlights. It's fun. yes, it's their fun. own roots. It, yes. Now, some people already do it on their own. Um, but if you were relying on a stylist to do it, you're you now you're on your own. 
Yeah, I mean, was, I had gotten fun to watch. I had gotten balayage in like October or something, and I ha- over the last couple of months, I've been like, oh, I should make another appointment. Of course, I never did, um, but I don't do like overall color, so I haven't. I also have not had that issue, but I know it's been it's been an issue for a lot of people. I used to dye my own hair, so just for funsies. Um, so I guess I could go back to that if I had to, but. I don't really yeah, feel the need right now. <laughs> no, I'd rather just let my color grow out and be great. I mean, I don't, I don't, yeah, I don't care. I'm into it. I, I like yeah. kind of like seeing like what is going to happen with this hair growing on my yeah. head. It's getting very long. <laughs> I love your long hair. That's very nice of you. I did have the urge to shave it all off the other day and thought about just kind of, can I tell you something? This is very specific, but at some point in some teen magazine when I was a kid, they showed you how to have like a 90, 1992-93 shag by putting your hair in a ponytail on top of your head and then just cutting. And I've always wanted to do it. Now, this has been like 20 years of thinking about this article that I read probably in like a sassy or a 17 magazine about how to cut your own hair into, again, like a Meg Ryan 1993 shag. Oh, my so gosh. I have never done it, but I was thinking about like now would be the, a great time, but I just didn't do it yet. My hair is just long. Wow, that would be a bold move. This is a very specific thing of like a thing I have retained since like middle school. Right. You know, you read something and it just somehow stays in your brain. Yeah. That's where I'm at. Yeah. So. Wow. Anyway, you watched Unorthodox last night? Oh, like yes, it? I did. I started watching Unorthodox. Um, I did like it. I do like it. Um, look, it's no Stiesel, which as, Loved. which as Forever 35 listeners know, I was obsessed with. Um, they're both about ultra-Orthodox communities. So that's the, that's the congruency. But um, yeah, I like it. It's only four episodes. It's a limited series. So I won't have that much to watch. But the main character in Unorthodox is also in Stiesel. Oh, that's cool. Mm-hmm. Yep. So... That's kind of fun. Um, but yeah, I, I like it. It's not exactly like light viewing. <laughs> right, um, right. But but I ha- I've been meaning to watch it. And like it's one of those shows that I feel like a lot of people I know are talking about. And I just wanted to get into it. So I finally started it. Well, that sounds like a good recommendation. It's pretty Once exciting. I- Okay. Sorry, well, what? I'm, I'm still I'm well, I'm still working through succession. But once I get through that, oh. I will uh, I'll get on it. Okay. I look forward to it. Um, All right. Well, should we hear from some listeners? Please play this voicemail. I mean, this is a really important voicemail, I think, for all of our listeners. Um, All right. Here we go. Hi, Dory and Cat, or should I say horse? Um, I'm calling for the Here For You podcast. And I just wanted to let you know about a um, incident that I um, averted uh, after listening to the meatball incident. Um, he downstairs to work, and I noticed that there was a bowl sitting out. My husband had left out some bread and shrimp that we had had last night, and I was about to put it back in the fridge, and I said, not today, Satan, um, not to have uh, gastrointestinal distress and not uh, let my husband go through that and me panic and spiral. So 
I avoided a Nat Myra and saved the day. So just wanted to let you know that all is well over here in the great Minnesota. Now that it's not snowing, we get to stay inside. So um, thank you so much for everything that you do. Um, you're my comfort and joy every single day. So I hope you are doing well. Love you. Bye. Wow. Do you does your husband Matt Myra know that he has become uh, a running theme on this podcast in terms of leaving food out? I do not believe he is aware. Okay, just checking. I mean, look, he did a public service. Yeah, he did. He saved these people in Minnesota. He did, and you know, yesterday he had left a container of tamales out, and. I was like, wait, these have been out now for like at least an hour. And I was like, I need to put them in the fridge. (laughs) So I feel like I have also become more aware of food safety lately. (laughs) Good. Yeah. Yeah. So listen, listener, I'm really glad we we saved you from a breaded shrimp catastrophe. Breaded shrimp. (laughs) You can't leave those out. No. Goodness gracious. (laughs) Oh, oh gosh! Well, thank you for that. Yes, um, it was very. It, it made me laugh. Made me laugh. Also, I just want to say thank you to that listener who called me by the name I gave myself as a child, which was Horse. So thank Kate, you, Kate Horse, Kate Horse Kate, Spencer. That was the name I. Um, <laughs> my parents told me I could choose my middle name, and then they took it away. Oh, that's a forever thirty-five fact about me if you've never heard forever 35 so it is hit me up on instagram i'll tell you all about it <laughs> um kate do you want to read this email mm-hmm. hi kate and dory i am struggling with an issue that i am admittedly incredibly privileged to have i have been working from home for the past four weeks while also taking care of my nearly six month old son my husband helps as much as he can but is considering oh, excuse me but is considered an essential employee so works outside of the home 50 to 75 percent of the time The large corporation I work for announced last week they will need to furlough a majority of their salaried employees, and I hate to admit this, but since we are lucky enough to be able to sustain our household on one income for at least the short term, a part of me was relieved. Flash forward to this week when I learned I am part of an incredibly small team who will be staying on through the furlough to help with planning for the future of our business when life begins to resume to normal. I had not even considered the possibility of this, so upon finding out, I felt a rush of disbelief, gratitude, pride, and excitement followed almost immediately by an intense fear and anxiety-fueled dread. On top of this came an immense guilt for even remotely dreading an opportunity and the job security it affords that so many others would die for. Balancing work and baby has become increasingly stressful and overwhelming, and now instead of there being a light at the end of the tunnel, as I expected, there is no end in sight. I have tried to remain as optimistic and grateful as possible, but after a disastrous presentation I was giving over video chat was derailed on several occasions due to multiple unpredictable demands of my cranky infant, I am back feeling completely underwater and at a loss for how I'm going to keep this up. I love my son more than anything in the world, but my career is also hugely important to me. I really wanted to make the most of this unique and humbling opportunity at work, but I'm beginning to fear not only that it may not be possible to do so, but that this experience could end up professionally damaging due to me being viewed as more distracted and therefore less committed and reliable than others on the team. Any words of wisdom or new perspective you or other listeners could impart would be so greatly appreciated. Thank you, Anonymous. 
Anonymous. Oh, gosh. This is tough. This is really tough. And, and she's not even like, she's not even in a situation where she can like ask her husband to split the day. Right. Because he is an essential worker who's outside of yes. the home. Yes. So I think she needs to talk to her manager. Same. And just and say, say like, if I'm going to stay on in this position, which like, thank you. And I want yeah. to, and yes. you know, et cetera. Like these are the limitations I'm working with. Yeah, that is, that seems reasonable to me. And I think it should be reasonable for your manager to work with you on this. And if yeah. it is not, that to me is a red flag about <laughs> the, the, your manager and your yes. company. Yes. Um, but yes, I think like I would have a very upfront discussion about it because you should not be expected to give a video chat presentation no. while also being the only caregiver at home for a six month old. Like that's, no. that's untenable. Like they should have just had you send the presentation, send yeah, the deck. I, yes, like why do yes. you need to be giving the presentation? <laughs> I do um, think like everyone has to make adjustments here, not just like the, the parents working at home with a baby, like the, your, yep. your, your organization also has to adjust and meet you somewhere that works for you. And they obviously, they obviously highly value you if most of your company was furloughed and you were asked to stay on. So I would think that they would be willing to be at least a little bit flexible in terms of the demands that they're placing on you. Yeah, definitely. So have that convo. And also, you know what? Yeah, like go, be gentle with yourself here on feeling guilty yeah. for dreading an opportunity. We're all and everyone is in different positions here, you know? So yes. your feelings are un- understandable and valid. Totally understandable and totally valid. <sighs> Keep us posted. Let us know how it goes. Yeah. Good luck. Um, all right. This next email is from a listener named Taylor. She writes, hi, Kate and Dory. I'm probably in a different type of situation than most of your listeners. So I wanted to write in. I'm a college senior graduating in May. My university went online for the rest of the semester over our spring break in mid-March. I had to say goodbye to my college experience, my friends and girlfriend and apartment all in a matter of days. I had felt readyish to move on to post-grad life, but now I'm living with my parents for the duration and feeling stuck and hopeless about the future. Many people keep talking about the 2008 recession, but no one really knows what will happen, and I'm struggling with losing my independence and my near future in such a short amount of time. I'm grateful to my parents for being willing and able to house and feed me when I need it, but we have a tumultuous relationship and I'm struggling living under their rules again. I'm struggling with sounding ungrateful and I know things could be worse, but I lost everything I was looking forward to overnight and I'm struggling with what I can be doing right now to contribute to my future. I don't even know where to begin with this story. It's so... It's so hard. Yeah, I had not even like I've thought about I I just hadn't even thought (laughs) this sounds really jerky, but I had not thought about you graduating seniors of college and like how you were all headed out into the bright future. And now it feels really scary and shitty. I'm sorry. Yeah. And also, you know, all of the all of the the milestones and the commemorations of the end of college that you don't get to participate in. 
yeah is a real bummer and yeah you know it's it's not it's not superficial it's not nothing and you should be you should feel fine about mourning that and grieving that yeah now the 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 stuff about the the workforce and your postgraduate life is really I don't know if anyone ha- c- can offer advice because it is so unknown. And I, I just I, like, that is really scary. And that yeah. is really, really hard. And I, um, you know, I am thinking about the 2008 recession, but you're right. This is different. No one knows what will happen. And that, that feels very daunting. Yep. Um, as how do we do suggest dealing with parents? I think whatever boundaries you're able to set are going to be important. That's a good call, Dory. You know, whether it's something that you articulate to them or something that you just kind of have in your own mind, like every day I'm going to take a walk um, and just, you know, get away from them for an hour. Um, I'm, not going to watch TV with them, you know, just anything that you can do to kind of maintain your own separate life, um, I think will be helpful to you just for your mental health, as well as your physical health. Maybe there also are some things you can begin planning. Mm -hmm. I don't know what they are. And I know that feels kind of vague and possibly not helpful but maybe there are some concrete things you can begin to plan for when this is over so that you have something to look forward to and also like a plan to put into action to move out and get your own place I realize that all is hinges on employment so um that might be impossible but yeah yeah um and maybe giving yourself like little things throughout the day to look forward to would help like little nice things you can do for yourself facetime with your girlfriend yeah yeah i'm sorry though this is so hard it's so hard and also i would love for you to keep us posted as well yeah and you know what other listeners who might be in the same boat or have thoughts please do weigh in because you know dory and i it's been a while since we were in college yeah Uh, i mean you can't tell by looking at us (laughs) Touche. We looked 21. <laughs> um, Kate, you yes. you chose our word of the day. Well, it's kind of just my vibe today, Dory. It's hope. Oh. Like, I just, like, just the a glimmer of hope. If you can yeah. tap into it or think about it or even ponder what it might feel like to feel hopeful, it might, I don't know, it might help. Yeah, I love that. Or, you know, at least it's just what I'm feeling today. So I wanted to share it. I'm going to channel some of your hope. Again, I don't know where it's coming from and I don't know how long it's going to last. But you know what? Feels good to have it. I'll take it. Okay. Okay. And what is our activity of the day? Okay. Well, I wanted to recommend something that um, Broadway actress Laura Benanti is doing. She created a hashtag on her Instagram and Twitter called Sunshine Songs and is sharing performances from um, students who were not able to have their final shows. There's so many performances happening in the spring. And it gave a really wonderful platform for all these 
students who, you know, were going to have it and then didn't. And she has done something today where she released a single. It's a cover of the Jonas Brothers band Jonas Brothers Band, the Jonas Brothers song, Sucker. It's on her YouTube, which we will link to, and all proceeds from that song go to Food Corp. So I just thought that was a really nice... She's just doing... She's a lovely person bringing a little bit of light and joy into the world and wanted to share it. So give it a watch. That's so nice. Give it a buy. I'm going to watch it. I can't wait to watch it. Well... Goodness story. You know, I have to apologize. I forgot to turn off my do not disturb here. And so if you're hearing dingings listeners on my computer, it's that. Um, I had forgotten to turn mine off too. So well, that's just been mine. what happens. That what, that's what happens when you record socially distant. It's true. All right. All right. Thank you, Dory. It's great to talk to you. Same, Kate. And listeners, remember we are here for you and we will talk to you tomorrow. Bye. Bye.